0: Welcome to today's newsroom special with Liam Riley. Millions of teenagers in Britain worry about their body image according to a new survey published by the Mental Health Foundation. Friends and social media seem to be causing teenagers to worry or feel ashamed about their bodies, leading more than a third of teenagers to stop eating or restrict their diets as a result. The Foundation has released the findings of the survey in order to raise awareness during Mental Health Awareness Week. We were joined by Francis Gileteau, an Eating Disorders Advisor, and Dr Antonis Kasoulis, Director at the Mental Health Foundation. Could we start with you, Dr Antonis? So, can you just start by telling us what the research revealed about teenage mental health?
1: Um, sure. Um, So at the Mental Health Foundation, we ran the biggest ever survey uh, this year on the topic of body image for Mental Health Awareness Week. Uh, And we found that uh, uh, there are quite extensive issues and challenges that teenagers are facing. Uh, uh, For example, about a third have felt ashamed at some point in relation to their body image. Um, And we had four in 10, so 40% citing images on social media or things that their friends have said as the key factors uh, leading them to worry about their body image so quite extensive widespread um, uh, issues uh, leading to almost a third of British teenagers to uh, have stopped eating at some point or restricted their diet as a result of worrying about their body image
0: so social media is hindering mental health
1: Yes, a big factor uh, in our survey and in the evidence we, uh, we collected for the week. Uh, you know, if you think about the whole notion of even the word image, you know, it has, because of social media, it has really changed in the past five or ten years. So there is uh, quite a big challenge for the younger generations as they're growing up as digital citizens, if you like, compared to previous generations.
0: Mm, and Francis, do you agree, do you see social media as the biggest issue here?
2: I agree with it to a certain extent, yes, I think it's not helping, um, but I I think there are underlying issues, but yes, social media is very harmful.
0: Mm. Could you tell us a bit about your own experience?
2: I developed anorexia when I was 15, so over a decade ago now. Um, Back then, social media didn't exist, so Mm. um, I I didn't have that as an extra cause as such, but there were still fashion magazines, there was the media, there was advertising, there was Television and pro Ana websites. Um, It was life threatening in my case, unfortunately, um, but I did make a full recovery um, and I'm here to tell my story today.
0: Sure. So, what would you say was your biggest motivation to be able to to get better?
2: Uh, To move to London to study to be a makeup artist. You know, I found my inner goal, my inner drive, and in order to live, go on and live that life, I had to let go of my anorexia because if I listened, if I decided to. Cling on to my anorexia. The only option would have been, uh, unfortunately, I would have passed away.
0: Right. Would you be able to tell us what the signs would be to be able to look out for when it comes to teenagers who are perhaps worrying about their own body image?
2: Yes. Uh, a sudden obsession with the way they look, what they're eating, restricting their diet, over-exercising. Um, you know, secrecy, isolation, avoiding meal times, avoiding social situations tiredness, fatigue, uh, failing in exams. These are all signs and symptoms that there's a mental health issue going on that's consuming them.
0: And then the best thing to do then would be to... Communicate with them. And,
2: yes, communicate, exactly, in a quite a calm manner, you know, nothing to, um, you know, I can fully understand that most parents want to approach them in a very frustrated, panicked way, but if you can try and stay calm and expect, you know, prepare yourself for an uncomfortable con- uh, conversation, but, yeah, approach it calmly and you usually get a better response. Mm.
0: Uh, Dr. Antonis, do you think that schools and perhaps well, social media companies could do more?
1: Yes, definitely. I mean, the, the, very firmly. I mean, young people spend, you know, the biggest part of their um, days in schools. Uh, and, uh, you know, the culture, the language, how we address bullying, uh, generally, you know, how we talk about mental health. And if, uh, if there is mental health education, like, you know, the peer education project we have at the foundation, these are all quite critical factors uh, for schools. And social media uh, companies as well. We've seen some positive steps recently with uh, restricting some some hashtags and things like that um, but they seriously need to up their games uh, you know if we're talking about people um, you know harm, causing harm to people uh, because of how they're structured how you know the, the industry works then uh, we would need uh, both uh, a better sense of social responsibility from them but also better regulation and control.
0: Could you just tell us a little bit more about the, the peer education project?
1: Sure, Uh, it's a national project we run across uh, the UK Uh, schools are very welcome to join uh, reaching over 20,000 students each year Uh, so it's a series of mental health awareness sessions that uh, older students are delivering to uh, younger students in the same school Um, and it covers um, things like you know how to talk about mental health what is mental health the health of our brains how to look after yourself um, and how to help your friends uh, so it's really that start of the conversation, you know, the basic fundamental knowledge that we should all really have from an early age.
0: Okay, if people do want more information, is there anywhere they can go?
1: Yes, yeah, on our, the main page on our website, mentalhealth.org.uk, all our research is there and also the peer education project uh, is uh, clear on the main page.
0: Okay, Dr. Antonis and Francis, thank you very much for talking to us. Pleasure. Thank you.